welcome to a new episode of the Be Bodega. Eric, how you doing? Fantastic. Hi. Gilbert? Peace and love, Be Bodega family. <laughs> so you're just going to... St- jiving me, turkey. <laughs> Are you just going to stick with that one, Gil? Because that's pretty much been your go-to. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to have to put it on a t-shirt or something. Yeah. Oh. Hey. All right. So th- this will be the first episode that we don't have a playlist to. Not because we didn't is, want... What? Why, why is that, Carlos? We, we, sir... Well, my voice is cracked. It's like I just went through puberty. Yeah. The, 15 of you. Because the, <laughs> the last two episodes were so amazing that you should... Those playlists should hold you off for two weeks. Between Wu-Tang and Beastie Boys, I know personally I have not stopped listening to the Beastie Boys since that show. Well, that's good. Me too. That's, that's good. So, no. They, they, and you know what album I listen to the most out of all of them? Which one? The one that you represented the least. Which one? Check your head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Paul's Boutique, man. Very I underrated. Love, I love Very that album. Underrated. All right, so the reason we're not doing a playlist uh, for this episode is we're we're going to dedicate this episode to a channel that used to show music all the time. Now it's, uh, uh, what is it that you referred to it as, Gilbert? The Ridiculous Network? The Ridiculous yes. Network? <laughs> it's, uh, if you're not watching 16 and Pregnant, you're watching Ridiculousness. But this is a, a, a tribute to MTV, is what it is, so... On August 1st, 1981, at midnight, MTV launched on a Saturday at, actually at 12.01 Eastern Time, the first words were spoken on the MTV broadcast, which, do you guys know what it was? Nope. Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. Whoa, profound. That's that's how MTV started. Those were the first words, and it was by... John Lack, who was the first uh, chief operating officer of MTV Networks, who was also a VJ, uh, who was part of the original five, uh, which included, it was Alan Hunter, Martha Quinn, J.J. Jackson, Nina Blackwood, and Mark Goodman were the first uh, VJs on MTV. Who had a tremenda teja. (laughs) Gilbert, remember, we have listeners that have no idea what a teja is. Who had a tremendo teja. <laughs> Martha Quinn is, is probably part vampire, never ages. That's true, always dude. She yeah. always looks the same. So basically the idea, we're just see how much you guys remember. We'll go through, you know, some of the old shows, uh, some of the basic history that some people know, uh, which is um, Gilbert. I'm sure you know what the first video played on MTV was. Yeah, Video Killed the Radio Star. Video Killed the Radio Star. Um, Actually, I found this really cool website. um, (laughs) www.tonlo.com. No, but they actually break down the first four hours of MTV. So I'm not going to go through the four hours, of course, but it actually, it details it by minute. Like when there was a commercial, what was the first bump and... But um, so basically at midnight. Did it uh, start with the Moon Man or was that introduced later? No, no. It started off with the Moon Man. So so at midnight, a lot of people that are younger than us won't remember this. But the first thing you saw were color bars. This is how detailed this breakdown is on this website. 
Tolok really did his research. Tolok really did his research. Well, he hasn't made anything in the last. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some extra time in his hands. But so they actually had the whole Apollo landing breakdown where you hear the countdown and the launch and and then um, the logo the logo jingle came out and that's the first thing you saw and then immediately it went into video kill the radio star um and then they had this little bump that says in the beginning there was music and then the next song five minutes and 43 seconds into the broadcast was pat benatar with you better run and then at eight minutes and 46 seconds into the broadcast they introduced the original vjs so that was 40 years ago that's how long mtv's been around so pretty awesome and that's when they used to show music so again there's i had before we started recording i had mentioned typically for a show i have about four pages of notes i have a thesis on MTV right now because it, it is 40 years of history. So every time I thought to myself, all right, this is enough information. I kept on finding something else or remembering something else I had. And Eric, I don't mean to, to offend you here, but originally when I thought I was done with my notes, I forgot Dan Cortez and I had to go back and add Dan Cortez. How many pages of single doubt do you have? <laughs> there's there's at least 20 pages on jenny mccarthy alone there you go but then was he he was like the was he no they, they were spin-off shows before that so he just brought in that celebrity and sports show to mtv right well so yeah he they brought him in for mtv mtv jocks or mtv sports and then he was uh when they started doing those competitions like the like the softball, yes. the rock oh jocks, God. yeah, the, yeah, the basketball, the oh, rock jocks were so disappointing and stupid. Oh, <laughs> they were just such horrible athletes. Yeah, he was. And then a, you, you, you think the, the the people that were going to be awesome, you're like, oh man, that's yeah. really fat. <laughs> not only he was, not only was he the a player on the team, but he was also the coach of the bricklayers and the homeboys. <laughs> I, mean, listen, I, I. I thank Dan Cortez for putting Bad Religion on one of his shows. And this is, you know, my love of Sylvester Stallone. It was when Sylvester Stallone appeared on the show. And you know what song they played for him? American Jesus. Nice, dude. And nice. I thought that was so amazing. It was like, oh, my God, Bad Religion and Sylvester Stallone coming out to American Jesus. So thank you, Dan Cortez. <laughs> so this was... It was funny because there were so many VJs I forgot. So I'm, I'm not going to go in chronological order. I'm just, you know, like I said, we'll feel out the conversation, see how much you guys remember, how, you know, and some of the things that I discovered. Um, so they had, a, let me see if I find it here. There was an, ep, there was a, an article that listed, um, this was, Insider.com, the most popular, not Tone Loke, the most popular MTV VJs. Number one was Alan Hunter, who was there from 81 to 87. Okay. Mar Martha Quinn, 81 through 93. Mark Goodman, 81 through 88. Nina Blackwood, 81 through 86. JJ Jackson, 81 through 86. Downtown Julie Brown. 
who's there from 85 to 92. Wubba wubba. Wubba wubba. <laughs> Serena, I, I never knew how to say her last name, was Altschul. Yeah. Um, Adam Curry. This one's for both of you. Daisy Fuentes. Yes. Who actually is from Miami, Gilbert, so you can actually. Hermatica. <laughs> five Five Freddy. The other Julie Brown. Bill Bellamy. I forgot about that, man. Carson Daly. Ananda Lewis. And Lala Anthony. So, Yo, Karen Duffy didn't make this list? No, but, but, I decided, but I decided to do my own list. Okay, thank you. Doctor, <laughs> no Dr. Dre and Ed Lover? Ed Lover, right? Uh, re, re, again, that's insider.com. That now what is this, this insider.com? This Are is these like, they, they voted themselves. Uh they I don't that's that was their list. Now this is Carlos.com favorite BJs, not in order. But I actually did personalities, not just BJs. Adam Curry, Ricky Rackman, Fab Five Freddy, Ed Lover and Dr. Dre, Karen Duffy, Kari War. Matt Pinfield. Respect. Dan Cortez. <laughs> Karen Bryant. From, now we watch her as a UFC commentator. Um, Kurt Loder. John Sencio, who I had forgotten. You remember John Sencio? No idea who that is. He uh, Was he a good looking dude? He sounds like he was a good He, was he a, had long hair. Yeah. He did 120 minutes. Yeah. And, yes, bro. Oh, yeah. my God. Actually, I about him. Beat cancer twice. Did not know that. That yeah. I uh, remember him. I, I specifically remember him like referencing Fugazi, although they never played it. He goes, "Yeah, man, this this is real underground band Fugazi, and these kids think those guys are sellouts." Like just reference yeah. shit. This is when we were trying to be cool and oh, what's the next big thing to listen to? So John Sensio was yeah. that guy. Hey, but he was Matt a Pitfield. yeah. Uh, Sway Calloway, which I'm shocked he wasn't on that insider one, considering. You know, he's still relevant and his podcast is huge or his show on, on satellite radio is huge. Suchin Pak. Oh, oh shit. He was a cutie, man. John Norris. Uh, you know, you got to go yeah. to the, the news guys. Gideon Yego. You didn't start off with Kurt Loder? I said Kurt Loder. No, he said Kurt Loder. You haven't oh, said Tabitha. Oh, you haven't said Tabitha Soren then. Un underneath Gideon Yego, Tabitha Soren. There you go. Yeah. He's right there. And then Allison Stewart. And the only reason I added this person was just so Eric could bring up a WB moment. Nick Zano. Oh, well, you could have done um, also this this other girl. Oh, God, what's her name? She she was on One Tree Hill. <laughs> that she's married to uh, you know, Morgan now. You, everything uh, Peyton, you just... Peyton, Peyton, uh, Peyton Sawyer. Peyton Manning? No, that was her name. I think that was her name on the show. <laughs> Everything Hillary you Burton. Hillary Burton, that she was picked off the street and, and she became a TRL host. And she later went on to start um, in like Dawson's Creek and One Tree Hill. There so you go. There's my WB reference. Thank you, Carlos, for the assist. Man. Yeah, man. Who is Nick Zano? I can't remember who Nick Zano is. Don't look up Nick Zano. Actually, I think, I think Danny's friends with him. Nick Zano? Oh, yeah. oh my God. You know who he is? He's from, oh, dude, he's he's on DC Legends of Tomorrow. 
He's amazing on that show. Of course he is. <laughs> I am so gay, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I just got so excited. He was an MTV host. Yeah. This is okay, this is after us, though. Right? No, I know, like, I know. He he did a uh, he he did the like MTV News. Like he was like a okay. correspondent. Okay, but I I just googled Nick Zano. There, all all his pictures are shirtless. <laughs> he's he's a beautiful guy. Look at his hair. It's almost it's, it's almost as nice as mine, guys. <laughs> no, but no. he's he's really good on DC Legends of the Tomorrow. He, uh, him and uh and Superman Returns have a good relationship. Who recently left the show? Anyways, this is a music podcast. Let's get so, but but I'm I'm you know I'm glad I was able to do that for you, Eric. That that was huge. I, I am so hard right now. You have no idea. <laughs> no, no 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 love for Kennedy. Well, I'm, it, I'm gonna get it out of respect, man, because like, I know how you feel about her now. Well, again, I have like 20 pages worth of notes here, so we do get the Kennedy. Is so, this still gonna be like an hour and a half show? Uh, this may be like five. This may be like 40 years worth. I'll yeah. give it, man. And so he's given me a lot. Hey, look, think about it. When we weren't old enough to go out, when we weren't that 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 was our going out. You know, like sure. you got to it see was life. Spring break too. I'll, I'll get into that later. But I mean, I mean, spring, I think spring break really became spring break when it was the MTV spring break. I mean, it, it launched Pauly Shore, Adam Sandler, you know, that's when those guys became relevant. But I wanted to go through some of the shows, uh, a little bit of history that I've learned from some of the shows. So Headbangers Ball, it had a uh, Three, three different hosts, Kevin Seal, Adam Curry, Ricky Rackman. Um, Kevin Seal was only there for a year. And then Adam Curry was, I, I thought he was there longer and he only did it for two years. Yeah, because that that that's not Headbangers, Paul. He was listening to like uh, like White Snake and, and White Lion. Like, didn't you, like, wasn't one of your favorite songs Heaven? Oh hell no! His, <laughs> his, you have a whole thing with the girl from New York or New Jersey. Oh no, that's Brian Adams. Yeah, right. Sorry, yeah, wrong, yeah, yeah. wrong heaven. <laughs> wrong headbangers ball. Oh, sorry. His 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 uh, Adam Curry's band, favorite band was definitely Warrant for sure. Hey, first of all, don't disrespect. I always thought that. he was like he got he took his look from the Lost Boys. Well, look, I'll tell you one thing about Adam Curry. You know, he's considered the pod father. He's one of the pioneers of podcasting. Cool. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the coolest, the coolest person on Headbangers Ball was definitely Ricky Rackman. Yeah, but I, I my favorite uh, episode is when, um, I mean, obviously when Nirvana was there, yeah. right? So it was like <laughs> right before they broke. And, and so it's Kurt and, um, uh, Kurt and Chris go to the show, and but Kurt uh, Kurt shows up in a full gown, right? Yeah, yeah, and a dress with like oh, this big right. headpiece, and Ricky Rackman was so uncomfortable, and he's like, he's <laughs> like, you know, that's an interesting. He goes like, well, you know, where I had to dress up for the ball, right? And it's like, because you know, like like people, you know, back then it wasn't there wasn't not that there wasn't an alternative or or whatever, but it was like you know, like head, they put. You know, smells he like Team Spirit on there. Show. Absolutely, you know, it, it was it was great because and and here's the thing: like, why would Ricky Rackman get it, get get uh, offended by that when he had guys from Poison coming in like full makeup on? Right. You right. know, and then and then Kurt Cobain shows up in a dress, and come on, that's gonna bother you, dude. Well, but you also got to understand. I, I think it was more 
maybe he was just playing into the moment. But no, it's that it's like that whole you know like like um, the whole machismo part of like the headbangers ball thing. You know what I mean? And it was like and and like. You know, it's and I, I think Kurt wanted to, you know, make a statement about like, like we're not the masculinity you know, thing, right? Like, no, yeah, and then, and then that that you know, you're playing smells like Teen Spirit because it's a, it's a popular song, but it that we're not really this is not my crowd, you know, like they were more of a you know of a underground band at the time. But you, know? but, but you get yeah, but grunge These are our opinions. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, I I mean I, every time the Nirvana thing, I'm gonna go off on some yeah. tangent, but 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 also realize back then, you know. Uh, grunge became this huge thing, but originally it was an underground thing and nobody knew how to classify it either. No, and for it, sure. It's what took out kind of the metal scene, right? It, Absolutely. It's, it's exactly what took out the metal scene, yeah. I think Rick, I think Ricky Rackman cut his hair after he saw uh after he saw <laughs> All right. Oh my well, well, I'm, I'm Shout an, out to Ricky Rackman. <laughs> after you bash him. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey Ricky, you were my favorite of the headbanger ball guys, so um well, I mean, that's that's like picking, you know, I can see the Adam Curry or the other guy. You know? Adam Curry was dope, bro. Don't don't talk shit about Adam Curry. I, I, I couldn't take him serious with that feathered hair. You were wearing makeup a few episodes ago, Gilbert. Yeah, but I was, it, was, it was cool makeup. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, so this is what I didn't know about Headbangers Ball. It actually, it was actually ended up or the bit. It ended abruptly. Abruptly, they actually didn't do a farewell or nothing. They just cut the show and stopped it, and then they brought it back on MTV Two several years later. But it kind of put off Rackman and the rest of the crew because they didn't give it. Uh, they didn't get a chance to say goodbye. And you know, it was. It wasn't like it wasn't a popular show. They had a lot of historical moments there. Introduced a lot of bands, but that's kind of crazy that they was one of those shows that they just ended. And the and the staff didn't know until that day, like they just went in and they yeah they didn't let them know anything. They just no, the show's over. What was it a ratings thing or because I that uh, wasn't it was on a Saturday I, at, uh, like right Saturday night at eleven yeah, o'clock. It was. It, but I, I I really don't know with a lot of those shows if they really cared prim- primarily about ratings. You know, like it was. It, it, or the music it, wasn't there anymore. Yeah, that that, that, that could be too. that was that, probably a big deal. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, and again, I'm not going in chronological chronological order. I'm just just mentioning shows and little tidbits that I've learned, and and because uh, basically, kind of like what just happened now that you guys remember. Oh shit, I remember this episode, and that, that's what I kind of wanted to get out of you guys. Um, so Gilbert, you're going to be a little sensitive. So Alternative Nation. He's the master pulling our strings. Gilbert. <laughs> yes. See what he's doing here. We're just marionettes. Present presented by Kennedy. From ninety two to ninety seven, I loved her, man. Kennedy was great. Kennedy is Kennedy is now an American political commentator, radio personality, author, and the host of Kennedy on Fox Business Network. You you gonna be okay, Gil? It's it's a bit. She she's she's still a centrist, right? Like, or, or is yeah. she leaning right or, or left? Well, know? she she had her moment the other day on TV. I don't know if you <laughs> saw did. that, but she did. Yeah, yeah, but it, it was funny because what I would always what I look for. Every time I'm flipping through the news and she's on, I want to still I want to still see if she has her rocket from the crypt tattoo, or if she had it removed to see where where it. Because remember that was she would show it off all the time on the show because that was her favorite band. I wonder if she's still a rocket from the crypt fan or if she still has that tattoo. Give her you're awfully silent. It's scary. 
I choose to not participate in this one. <laughs> People change, girl. Plead the fifth. It's okay. Plead the fifth. Um, so, yeah. Now, Alternative Nation began airing in 1992. Uh, it was where the more mainstream, it was the mainstream version of 120 minutes. So they would play the more popular uh, alternative videos. Um, and then they would have like a hit of the day and, you know, Smashing Pumpkins, Nirvana, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, Oasis. Like that's where they would, they would come out. Don't forget uh, the Afghan wigs. Hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. But, uh, so, so I'm going to skip the rest of that since Gilbert's getting pretty emotional. Oh, look at him. He just shut down. Yeah, dude. Release my. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, you know, Alternation was actually a, a really important show for, for, for a long, for a long time. Like it was, um, I mean, 120. It was huge. Huh? It, it pulled us away from like mainstream. Like it, it exposed us to stuff that, hey man, there's other sounds out there that you yeah. can like. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. But I, but I would argue it like as as to the notes here, it actually <laughs> per, per tone <laughs> it no. was it was actually like just the mainstream alternative music. Per the people in our research development team in our in the B Bodega <laughs> studio, <laughs> i.e. Google. But uh, I, I would also argue that it made what wasn't mainstream mainstream. Like you so all the stuff that was taken from 120 minutes that they figured was more playable and what they would feature in alternative nation, it made those guys into huge celebrities and made those videos huge. Um, I, this is a fun one, Gilbert. So no more Kennedy. Good. Yo, MTV raps. There we uh, go. Now, now you're talking. About <laughs> presented by fab five, <laughs> Freddie, Ed lover, Dr. Dre and T money. Um, so, MTV Rap was a two-hour video program which aired on, which first aired on MTV Europe in 1987. Did you know that, Gilbert? I did actually, yeah. And, and it was uh, it was the first hip hop music show on the network, and uh, they brought it over from MTV Europe uh, to M to MTV America, and uh, in Brazil it was just called Yo. <laughs> that was the show yo um and then it actually pretty much segued into sucker free sunday once uh yo mtv raps uh, kind of died out and um it took it over but you know there, there's not a moment where you watch uh kind of clips of hip-hop history where you don't see like, you know, you have Eric B. and Rakim performing in UMTV raps or them introducing, you know, a brand new artist, which, you know, you had everything from the Fat Boys to, you know, everybody. Everybody, that was the only platform that they had in hip hop when it came to, uh, you know, TV. Um, you know, before BET, you know, turned in and had Rap City and all that and all that stuff. But um, it, it's such a big part of hip hop history. You know how how many artists didn't you know didn't make their debut on that show? Uh, it's, it was Sea Host had their own dance. Remember the Ed Lover dance? Yep. Hell yeah! That was yep. huge, man. And and it it um it was cool because they had you know at least when it first started with with um Fab Five Freddy he had so, they had somebody from the culture you know what I mean it was like you know they all were but but um but yeah but, but he he was already a staple in hip hop 
Right. Yeah. I mean, he was the guy, you know? Um, and, and I mean, we talked about it before that it, it opened um, up a lot of uh, uh, to music people from like down South in Miami, you know, like we wouldn't hear, you know, Gangstar and all this stuff on the radio. So the only way to get it was through Yo MTV Raps. So um, yeah, it was, it was incredible. And, and, and um, the talk about the, you know, you talk about um, Headbangers Ball not having their finale, the finale of, uh, Yo MTV Raps was, was legendary. Huge. Yeah, it was huge. They had they had all these artists and they were doing a big. I don't know, Eric. Have you ever seen the video of that or no? It's pretty cool. That's pretty. Cool. It's 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 like I mean, literally everybody that's everybody was in there. They had a big cipher to end the whole thing. It was it was just incredible. Um and um and I, I until you mentioned the Sucker Free Sundays, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what they had uh had uh pivoted to. But um but yeah yeah MT, Yo MTV Raps is is. There. Yeah. It's obviously MTV in general is, you know, a big, big part of uh, music history, but specifically what Yo MTV raps meant to hip hop. Yeah. I, I think out of all the music shows MTV had, I think that one meant more to that genre than any of the other shows did. One, because it was fairly, it was still, it, people thought it was a fad. You know, right. people thought that hip hop was a fad. So, you know, I was listening to, uh, damn, who's, who's the interview that I was listening to? Um, oh, actually, to the RZA. I, I was listening to uh, the RZA podcast with uh, Rogan again. And it really is the only music genre that is solely made in, in the United States. In America, States. yeah. 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 It, you know, and it really is it was built by different cultures, you know, like, you know, the Puerto Rican and Cuban kids from New York, uh, you know, the, you know, the African-Americans, it was, it was all put together from different things because they didn't know how to play instruments. So they would take all the samples from different songs, from different genres to build their music. And so it was still fairly young, even in the eighties, hip hop was still a fairly young genre. So, it was they took full advantage of music television and that was where they you know they were able to show their faces they were able to perform live and that's why I flipped it at one point right later yeah where yeah. you know it was no longer rap that you were hearing it's it was mostly hip-hop yeah yeah you know um and they also like sales just of rock music like sales of guitars went down uh turntables went up so it's yeah where they only had an hour block you yeah. know a day all of a sudden it's 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 um it's the the vast part of their their programming yeah i think the most the two most important shows was, was definitely that one and probably i would guess trl is probably the the, the next biggest show because i mean that, I, I don't remember like we were remote control bro <laughs> yeah. but like like i mean that that was like a yeah. like people when people were out promoting their albums that was the first stop they had to go do was before any radio stations before anything you had to go to trl and promote the new album you know what i mean so um that was huge but yeah but young t raps was was incredible well gilbert i'm glad that you brought up trl Nick, there you go it's a great segue into a show a show that you may have forgotten about what's up no i was just gonna tell a little story of of just something about my grandfather um, when I was a little kid, we would go sometimes visit my grandmother's sister and we'd stay with them or even my grandfather home. And I remember what I thought I was watching MTV at night with my grandfather. And I'd see like all these very, um, 
how do I say it, promiscuous videos, right? You know, like people in leather. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. You know, this is MTV. This is what it looks like at night. I didn't realize till later that it was the Playboy channel. That <laughs> and they would have like blues. these, yeah, they would have like these videos and women like leathered up and, and it was just like, wow, this is different than what I watch in the mornings when I'm watching MTV. So for the longest time, this ain't Cindy Lauper. I had I had the memory of wow. I just remember MTV being so different at night. But but remember, the, uh, like most of the shows when we were kids, MTV used to cut off at the end of the night. <laughs> yeah, that well, so that should have let you know. Hey, it's past the cutoff point. <laughs> so, I was like seven years old, eight years old, man. For, I, I didn't know. For our younger listeners. There was no TV past midnight. Not because we weren't allowed to watch TV. It's because TV would cut off at midnight. They'd play the national anthem. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'd see color bars and then see you tomorrow. But I wonder, because I the MTV one actually would leave it with the Moon Man, I think. If I remember correctly. I, could I think wrong. so, yeah. All right. So going back to your TRL statement. Let's see if you remember this show. And you stop talking shit about Adam Curry. <laughs> Before there was TRL, there was Dial MTV. Yes. And Adam Curry was the host. Right. So that's actually what that's that's what TRL that's where TRL came from. As a matter of fact, the one eight hundred number, the one eight hundred dial MTV that they used for TRL was actually the phone number for Dial MTV that they never changed and they just let it run until years later they started TRL. That's so, crazy. Yeah. How did Dial MTV work? I don't remember. It, it was, they'd show videos and then you'd call and vote for your favorite video, just like TRL. It, 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 it literally was TRL. So here, I'll, I'll read a little bit more detail. Just not as pretty. Just talk shit about fucking Adam Curry one more time. Anyway. <laughs> So Dial MTV is a television series on MTV that played music videos. It premiered February 1986. Much like Total Request Live, Dial MTV played top five or top ten most requested videos of the day. So that's and the number one video during Dial MTV was Little, uh, Pig, Little Pig Let Me In. Home Sweet Home by Motley Crue. Oh, damn. So that that's the the what was fun about looking into this is how many of these shows actually led to to these other shows like Yo MTV Raps led to uh, Sucker Free Sundays, um, and then of course Club MTV. We can't you know we can't talk about MTV without talking uh, about Downtown Julie Brown. Give me wubba, a wubba, nice. wubba wubba. Um, so it actually it was modeled after American Bandstand. That's where they got the idea to do Club MTV. Now, I'm going to go from that Julie Brown to the other Julie Brown that gets dismissed a little bit. But she was actually a comedian. Yeah. And I forgot her show that, that until I saw clips of it. Was Remember Just Say Julie? Mm -hmm. So she would do little bits in between playing music videos. Um, obviously not as popular as Downtown Julie Brown, but... She still was, you know, one of the early faces of, of MTV. Um, 120 minutes. Dave Kendall was the first host. 
I forgot about Louis Largent. Which was the one that looked like Morrissey a little bit? Like a British guy. Jim Shearer. There it is. Yeah. Jesus. He was he was the host after Matt Penfield. Okay. But I when I think 120 minutes, I think Matt Penfield. Yeah, of course. That, that was that was his show. Um but during its run, again, that it it laid the kind of kind of introduced everybody to what was indie and underground and what people didn't know. Uh, but 120 minutes, once it went away, it resurfaced on MTV2 as Subterranean. Oh, I remember that show too, yeah. yeah. So, and then... I remember Henry Rollins being a guest VJ too on 120 minutes. Like they would bring in guest yeah, VJs. Yeah, that's right. And then I didn't want to go through, uh, through these... List of shows without bringing out one of Eric's favorite personalities. And the show is The Grind. I was about to say, you, I, you, can't, talk, nice, baby. I can't, you can't talk nice. you can't talk about Club MTV and then not talk about The Grind. That's, well, so, which was, that was what replaced uh, right. Club MTV. And then. Yeah, I, I had his workout videos. <laughs> so, um, they replaced Club MTV, and then it featured, you know, people dancing, just like American Bandstand. They never lost that uh, that setup. But um, and then after uh, Eric Nice had actually introduced uh, DJ Scribble, because yeah. he was the DJ of the show. Mm -hmm. uh, and then of course Eric Nice from the original Real World. Have I been saying his name wrong the entire time? It's Nice, not it's, Nice. It's Eric Nice. Eric Nice, yeah, yeah. I I used to find funny about him, as, and I I don't think it was like I don't think you saw it when he was on the Real World, but definitely when he was on the Grind, he would like like try to talk extra hip hop. It's like, yo, man, that was stupid fresh, and I'm like, what, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with this guy? So did the Beastie Boys? Did we not learn anything from that? Uh, yeah, seriously, man. <laughs> Yo, money. <laughs> yo, money is the best part of that. Well, one of the funny really. Hey, money. Yo, money. What money? Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, that was hilarious. But he's talking to his brother, man. His brother. <laughs> yeah, he apologizes to his brother. He goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, we've, we've all done a little bit of that. I, I know sure. I've, I've probably thought I was from New York maybe once or twice in my life. That's for sure, son. <laughs> I remember, you know, I remember... Uh, Gilbert's little New York moments, like it was actually when uh, when it was popular to say like "What up, God?" Like, no, yeah. shout out to Wu Tang, shout out Wu Tang. But so uh, it sounded ridiculous trying to talk like that. Man. I, I mean, it I'm, just I, I'm come sure, across right. I'm, I'm sure I sounded worse than Eric Nice saying it. How about that? What so, What up, God? That's what you. What up, God? What up, God? God. What up, and son? Well, that was the whole five percent thing that we were talking about oh, for man. the Wu Tang thing. Wu Tang, baby, again and again. But uh, so I've been saying that all week. I've been screaming that out wherever I like. I, I Tiger like, style. I say, no, Wu Tang Clan is here forever, motherfucker. <laughs> I, just, I, I just been yelling it like out of nowhere, and it just comes out, and people look. Yeah. And I'm like, I just keep walking. There's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely oh, nothing wrong with that. But um, I, you know. It's uh, now that we brought up that we brought up Eric Nice. Um, I mean, we we can't go without talking about the real world. That was smooth. That was a nice. You that was like a good that? transition? That's a nice segue. Yeah. So, the first episode 
or actually they refer to it as episode zero. Um, it was in New York. They filmed it in New York. What up, God? And uh, so let me, actually, I lost my place here, but I'll go over what the, Jesus Christ, I wrote way too many notes. But it actually, it was inspired by a show that came out in the 70s on PBS. Yes, sir. That they actually uh, documented a family, or and it was on family, strangers that lived in a house. What was the what was the tagline from uh, Real World? When oh my god, what when people stop getting real or start getting real, stop being polite and start, and start getting, getting real. real. The real world. The real world. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's where it came from. It, it was actually inspired by by that show. So again, I I realized I took a little bit more notes than I needed to, but. We'll What's crazy? What's crazy is the first ep- uh, the first season how an American somebody... family. Uh, that's right, an American family. Yeah. Um, how many people from the season one became kind of famous from 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 there? Well, you know, obviously Heather B was already you know in in uh, Boogie Down, show, yeah. in Boogie Down Productions, but uh, Kevin Powell, who's a famous uh, writer and you know uh, political activist, yeah. um, obviously Eric Nice. Um, the guy's band never made it though. What was the guy's band? The, uh, the he had was, that he was barely on the show. There's, yeah, yeah. No, there's always that one guy that's barely <laughs> on the show that you see him the first few episodes and then he disappears. Yeah. But I, I'm so another thing I did is I went through uh, I wrote some of the historical moments down. So we already discussed what the first video was and you know what was the the opening words uh, of uh, MTV's debut. So in 1982. I want my MTV advertising campaign debuted with Pete Townsend, Stevie Nicks, Mick Jagger, Adam Ant, Pat Benatar, The Police, and David Bowie. So that phrase, I want my MTV, was they, they didn't come out initially with that. They it, it came out a little bit later in that year. And those it, were those were the, the that was the advertising campaign. Yeah, it was because um the the some some cable providers weren't um weren't carrying MTV yet. Right. Yeah. So this was like their pitch for them to, you know, they, to to add it to, to all these cable providers. That's right. correct, Gilbert. Good job. You did do some research. All right. So I knew that I'm off the dome, son. <laughs> he knows that because of his sports. So <laughs> sports. Yeah, teams. actually, bro. Xfinity. Can we get the ACC network down here in Miami for Christ's sake? <laughs> I gotta go all deep down into the internet trying to find a damn UM game. All right. No, you don't. Let's talk web- offline. Yeah, we'll talk offline. <laughs> There's a website we all use, son. Uh, they, don't show it, they don't show it on porn hubs. <laughs> so 1983. If you look deep enough. Yeah. <laughs> In 1983 was the debut of Michael Jackson's 14-minute video thriller, um, which is the first time they actually combined filmmaking with music. Um the first MTV Awards were in 1984, and then that was the the big moment with "Like a Virgin" when Madonna. Yeah, the Madonna. Performed. Yeah. yeah. Um, in 1985, uh, MTV was one of the first television networks to do a PSA for safe sex. That I mean, I, that I, I, people forget how how important MTV was during elections you know the, the rock the vote uh you know die. 
vote or die, all like all that stuff. So you know they've always been uh, heavily involved in in um, in whatever current issue or whatever the biggest issue is of that of that era. I don't know if you ever saw this show, Gilbert. Eric, I think you may have, but I didn't know that the young ones actually what first aired on MTV on the British uh, version of MTV. I don't even know what the young ones is. Is that a BBC show or something? You never saw that show? The guy from Drop Dead Fred was in it. I guess that's where he got his fame. That he he plays up that they're they're punk rockers like one's one's a punk rocker the other one's a, like a bum so yeah, it's filmed on a set right like it's a like yeah like a yeah so I think I watched one or two episodes because it was just on a on a, on the portal but I've never I never got into it yeah the, and so I mean if those are fans of uh, anybody's out there that's a fan of Young Ones that's actually how I got it start or that's how I got uh, how I got introduced to the world all three uh, of you guys. All three. No, it was actually a really popular show. Um, In the UK. In the UK, yeah. No, but I mean, it was, there was a, it actually, I, I learned about the show when I was in high school from some of the other punk kids, uh, just because it did have like a punk rock guy in it. And then that's when Drop Dead Fred came out. I was like, oh shit, it's the guy from, from Young Ones. But um, thank you guys for killing that one. Uh, <laughs> what I'm here for. I contributed about, about the three fans at least. Yeah, that's true. You did. Um, July thirteenth, nineteen eighty-five. MTV broadcast Live Aid in the United States, helping fundraise and raise awareness for famine in Ethiopia. Um, you know, one of the biggest uh, concert events in our lifetime. Um, <clears throat> In 1986 was the debut of 120 Minutes, and 1986, March 21st, MTV kicked off its first ever spring break live coverage from Daytona Beach. Woo! This is it. Let's start living. Which, uh, again, <laughs> for for those of us when we were too young to go celebrate spring break, that was our spring break. How many how many live performances didn't you see there? Again, brought Polly Shore to the world, Adam Sandler. Uh, it was a big deal. It was strippers. Uh, stripper. Strippers. Remember in Fort Lauderdale, like that was like a, the big deal that a lot of people just like they had a dance contest and it got a little out of control, and it was because they were strippers. I was like, uh, <laughs> like leave it to Fort Lauderdale, baby. So, yeah, shout, out, shout, out shout out to strippers. Shout out to strippers. We love you, man. Everybody's got to make money somehow. Hey. You got to pay tuition some way, somehow. Uh, and then, shortly after, a year later, on December 7th, MTV launched its first game show. Eric, do you know what the game show was? Remote Control. Remote Control. And who Hell was... Yeah. Who was uh, actually Ken one of Ober. our... Ken Ober. Ken Ober and... Colin Quinn. Colin Quinn. And, and the, Car- the beautiful, beautiful Carrie Moore. Moore. She was a VJ too, and and then she got the the remote control gig, or she was on the remote control gig. She, the other way around. The other way, yeah, remote control first. Um, so yeah, it was like a <laughs> it challenged contestants to TV knowledge. Like Brady Bunch physics quickly became a favorite of the channel. <laughs> <laughs> 
real quick before we di- deep dive into um, to Roman Control, am I the only one that's ever participated in a MTV Spring Break? Probably, yeah. Yeah. You you guys never done. You never, so I I went. I went, I forgot what year it was, but you we went. Got to realize you're older than me, so like that kind of died out. Like no, but I, you you it was I, I you were, we were we were living in, in in at the Pico House when when I went. So it wasn't that. I mean, it's not like I, it was that. Oh, long you went. You went. Well, you know, yes, Gilbert. It was that long ago. Well, I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> it was the, the Daytona years, right? It was no. This the, was Panama Port Lauderdale. Oh, Panama. Panama City. City. No, it, start, it started years. in Daytona. It started. Yeah, in no. Daytona. When I went, it was Panama City, though. And can I tell you, I saw the Cardigans play Loveful live. Not many people could say that. No, you're right. Not a lot of people. And I was on. Uh, and I was on. Uh, <laughs> on. <laughs> and I was on Love Line. No shit, dude. Yeah, well, yeah. You I was were one of the, the contestant. No, no, no. I was with the Doc, Doctor Drew, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we were one of the audience mem- audience members. Well, we have two of our friends that I guess would be part of MTV history, because um, wasn't uh, uh, so Danny. Yeah, obviously, and then uh, wasn't Homegirl on Love Line and some other MTV shows. Who's Homegirl? Uh, I forgot. Okay, well, we'll move forward. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> this but anyway, is... spring spring break was pretty fun. Um, we were uh, a quick story. We were sit, we were at the hotel next to WW. Uh, no, it was NWO at the time. Not NWO. Uh, what was uh, SWV? No. What was <laughs> the the, um, the Wolfpack? Uh, yeah, the Wolfpack. But what was WCW? The... So the hotel next to us was the so WCW was doing. But you were right, NWO. Right, NWO, it was right right around that time, around the NWO time, and I drunkenly ran into um, what's his name um, for life. Um, NWO for life was it? That NWO for life. Uh, uh, Jim Hacksaw Duggan. I drunkenly uh, ran into that guy. First of all, it's Hacksaw Jim Duggan. You son what of. What did a I bitch. call him? Sorry, what did I call him? Hacksaw. Yeah, Jim Duggan, Hacksaw Duggan. I don't know. You <laughs> fucked it all up. <laughs> shout out! Shout out to that yeah. guy. Did he I ran into that guy and drunk. He didn't have his two by four though. Didn't you hang out with some NWO guys in Gainesville one time? Yeah, we're, we're not going to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, He's a family man now. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, there, in 1989, um, MTV premiered Unplugged. Um, you know, 1992. Uh, that's the real world started. Actually, I found the piece that I, I had lost, but, uh, but yeah, like as Eric mentioned in 1973, um, the PBS developed a documentary called an American family. And that's actually what inspired uh, the real world. Um, and then but if you guys remember the transition that you had with the real world where it was must must watch TV. And then it came to a point where, Oh my God, why am I listening to these idiots? explain to me how i should live my life you know what's funny did you guys ever have that moment yes these people have absolutely no idea what they're talking about but you know what the sad thing is so so you had the first one in new york and and it it was kind of boring it was you know like there were just people living and then the second one was that the one that puck and pedro were on was it the second episode the second season which again they Right, but they, they started to cast differently. They, right. right, yeah, like they there was a villain of the house, and yeah. and then 
that's and, one thing that they always did was casting. They were incredible at that, especially yeah. in the later episodes, like knowing how these people, the chemistry was going to work in that house. Yeah. But I think a lot of people too, after that time, they, they, be, they became those characters. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know how much influence it had like, on the, on, on the real world, you know, the real world meaning us, because, you know, all of a sudden you see people imitating that. And it was like, what, what are people doing? You know, yeah. But you know, they have to be these personified versions of themselves. Yeah, but is amplified. But isn't that real with almost everything on TV? That well, when, at least when you get a camera in front of you, I, I don't like having the camera in front of me because it makes me act like an asshole. I can't be natural in front of a camera. It's when you when you start when you stop being polite and start acting yeah, real, like you get yeah. real, son. <laughs> Money. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, nineteen ninety two. Was... Jump, jump, something seen. Sorry, that's it's a great song. I love Chop Rock, and it's 1990, right? I, I fucked yeah, it up. Yeah. Keep, yeah, yeah. But the album came out in '91. It was very weird. But uh, <laughs> it was uh, <clears throat> so. Sorry, now I got to catch my bearings after Eric's uh, Chub Rock tribute. Uh, 1992 was the first ever MTV Movie Awards. I didn't realize. I say fairly young, but how, how, how far into MTV it took before they did the MTV awards or the MTV movie awards. Uh, And then of course, you know, because of MTV, we have Beavis and Butthead. Oh yeah. Yay. 1993. What I totally forgot about was Jon Stewart's career launched on MTV with the John Stewart show, so which obviously now John Stewart's a, a legend, but um, <clears throat> you know how many people's careers were actually launched by MTV. Luckily for you guys, I have a list. Didn't Ben Stiller have a show on MTV too, a comedy sketch show? Yes, he did, Eric. Okay, yes, he did. Hold that so, thought, Eric. Hold that thought. <laughs> so. <clears throat> It was actually the Ben Stiller show. That was the name of the show. It was Ben Stiller and the Ben Stiller show. But Carson Daly obviously went to, you know, succeeded after MTV. And, and it's still, I don't know if he still has a show, but I know he's, he does. Uh, I think he does uh, radio now, right? No, I think he's actually part of uh, the Today Show. Oh, shit. Cool. Yeah. Jenny McCarthy, obviously. Alicia Silverstone made her debut in a, in a music video i thought she was big before the aerosmith video but no that was her her kind of introduction to the world and his daughter right too or, no the daughter was the second video right uh what's it live tyler yeah um i can't remember the name of the video crazy crazy no, and then cra- crazy was alicia alicia silverstone oh oh no what were they both in the Wait, same video i think yeah, so, yeah, they, they were in a video uh, that they yeah, made right? out or they, they, they pretended to make out. Or you hoped that they made out. At least, at least in the version <laughs> I had. In my, in my head, in my head they did. <laughs> And then, of course, Daisy Fuentes. She yeah, had. She went she, huge, right? Shout out. Yeah. I do that. And it's funny. Once I, I, you, you realize how many people you actually forget about until you go through these things. And then you're like, oh, shit, that's right. This person was on this show. Uh, Vanessa Manillo. You know, oh, she's married to Nick Lachey. 
I, you know, it's funny when I wrote her name down, I thought that's the first place you'd go to. Because <laughs> you know me so well. <laughs> Tani Katane. Tani Katane. Here I go again on my own. Wait, she wasn't on right? MTV? No, she, because of MTV. She, oh, because of that video, remember? Yeah, it was yeah. a white snake, right? That was yeah. a white snake? Yeah. Yep. Adam Sandler, which we spoke about. John Stewart. Obviously had the John Stewart show. Uh, Johnny Knoxville and the Jackass crew. You know, obviously they're huge after the fact. Uh, Kelly Osborne, you'd say, had her success from MTV. Polly Shore, Chris Hardwick, Dax, Shep- uh, Dax Shepard, BJ Novak, Ben Stiller. BJ Novak, how? He was on Punked. He was one of the guys on oh, Punk. Was that the that was the Ashley Kutcher show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And him and Dax Shepard was on. Okay, yeah. Dax Shepard was... looks like a real cool dude, man. I would love to hang out with his him. podcast. Is really good. Really? Yeah, it's that really was, really. That was the show that that Danny worked at. Our friend Danny. He was. Oh, shit. If I'm not mistaken, I think he discovered Dax. I... If I'm mistaken, I'm pretty sure it's something like because he was he was a like um forgot the, his title, no. but basically he was the talent scout for 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 Punk. I thought it was Ashton that discovered Dax. No, well, he maybe he takes credit for well, it. Well, maybe Danny. We know the real Ashton, story, okay? <laughs> um, ben Stiller, which we we mentioned, and then Jamie Chung. Oh yeah, Re- real world, Chung, real world. Oh my God, Frankie's a cutter. <laughs> I'll never forget that line. That that was one of the things that they would use on the promos. <clears throat> that that lady, that girl died. By the she way, passed Frankie, away. Yeah, she passed away. Yeah. Theo Vaughn. Oh my God, Frankie's a uh, uh, Maria Menudo, uh, Christina Przinsky. How about how about the one that was an actress in the Europe one? That she went on to do like films and stuff. She was in one of yeah, those the, the she was also one of those people that barely came out on the show. The really yeah. pretty one, yeah. Yeah, that there's always the British dude that they bit his tongue. Yes, yes. He went to kiss a guy. Yeah. Oh shit! I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that that yeah. He looked he looked like. Um, like Ryan Phillippe in Cruel Intentions. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then, uh, as I already mentioned, Adam Curry, you know, being considered the, the pod father. Um, so, well, you know, the list goes on and on. There were so many VJs that, that transcended MTV and, and developed into something else or people that made their uh, introduction into, um, into a music video or, or what have you. So... Now, the, were you going to say something, Eric? No, I just, it, it, like, you, you <clears throat> talked about the stars and stuff and the, the, the movie awards, like MTV Films, like how many great movies they, they, they produced. I was just about to get into that. Oh, Eric, yeah. it's, we're mind-melting. Sorry, sorry. We're on, <laughs> this is great. We're on top of it today. <laughs> I was actually going to start off with MTV Animation first and then go into MTV nice. Films. Okay, let's do that, man. All right, so... I only I only put the five, actually the six, that would be most relevant because they did a lot of animation. Because remember, they used to have uh, that show Liquid Liquid TV. Yep. Yeah. And so they would play a lot of short clips, but Eon Flux, which became is a, that how you pronounce it? I always had I, I never knew how to pronounce that Eon Flux. Eon Flux. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Was great. yeah. That Which was good mental material too for me. I was a sick fuck, man. <laughs> before Charlie Theron, admitted that. Yeah, before <laughs> I, you know, I, I just, I just loved the dimension of the characters. They were so disproportional. <laughs> uh, 
Beavis and Butthead, of course. Uh, you know, the legendary Mike Judge came out with those guys. And then uh, King of the Hill. King of the Hill. Yeah, that, that started off with the skit, right? Beavis and Butthead was part of the Liquid Television. It was yes. Little, yeah, there were little bits. And then they, yeah. they just had their own show after. So was he on Flux? <laughs> Do you know how long it took me to figure out what TV for my bumhole meant? I never understood that it was, was toilet, toilet paper. Like I was for your asshole. Toilet paper. Yeah. I didn't find that out till years after the show. I'm like TP for my and some guy. It's like toilet paper. I was like, what? That's what that means. <clears throat> yeah, I had some really dumb moments, man. <laughs> and then uh, I, I know Eric and I talked about this the other day, but uh, the head. I used to love that show. It was kind of gross and weird, but do you remember that show? Uh, yeah, I wasn't a fan. Yeah. Where do we fit Joe's apartment? I, Is that animation on. or hold, hold on, sir? Hold Damn on, it. sir. I was more into Herman's head. Oh, that was a great show. Not related to MTV at all. Uh, <laughs> the Max. That was a cool. That was a car. That was a cool cartoon. And then, of course, Celebrity Deathmatch. Oh yeah. Oh, that was awesome. That was huge. So now we're going to go MTV into MTV films. Joe's apartment. But wasn't was it, Joseph it used, started off as as a clip? As a, yeah, it was all part of Liquid TV. Yeah, yeah, and almost. Well, I, yeah, almost like how the Tracy Ullman show, you know, uh, brought The Simpsons out. That they used to be a bit on that show, so MTV kind of did the same thing with Liquid TV. Uh, but Joe, Joe's apartment was also shockingly a pretty successful movie. I, I which hey, was Jerry O'Connell, man, come on. My secret identity? That's that true. amazing. The fat kid from Stand By Me? The fat kid from Stand By Me. Married Rebecca Romaine Stamos. And, uh, and uh, one of our favorite uh, moments. Yeah. Mike Dexter. Mike Dexter. No, but what was Mike his Dexter's name? Mike Dexter's a god. No, what was oh, oh, Chip. Um, Chip. Chip McNeely. Chip, Chip, Chip McNeely. McNeely. Chip, Chip McNeely. And wear, um, and and wear flip-flops. They get warts all over your feet. All over the place. <laughs> Carlos, before you go on with the movie, I don't know if you ever got to watch. There was this, um, it was called Clone High on MTV. And it was where they resurrected, they cloned all these historical figures and put them in high school situations. So you had Abraham Lincoln, who was like this brooding, like insecure guy. Gandhi was a party animal. Was this recently? No, this was, I think, like maybe the like 2000s, or early 2000s. Or, or like late 90s. And if you ever get a chance to watch that, it was such a great show. Clone um, High? Clone High. It had JFK. Um, he was like the jock, you know, that every, the chiseled jaw jock. It was hilarious. So if you get a but chance was, to watch that. It was, that, it was um, animated? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh. It was a yeah, cartoon. I got to look it up. That sounds pretty cool. We, we can't call them cartoons. It doesn't sound sophisticated. <laughs> There were, it was an animated series. It was an animated series. <laughs> no, nah, nah, man, I love watching cartoons. <laughs> hey, did, do, you, do you know they're bringing back the Animaniacs? Yes. And it looks good. And I, I wonder if they're going to be as racy as they were back then, too. Uh, they're probably going to be racier. But so Joe's Apartment, Beavis and Butthead Do America. These are all MTV film productions, Gilbert, just so you know. Got it. Varsity Blues. Yes. Election. Isn't that one of your favorite movies, Carlos? It's pretty dark. Yeah, I like that movie. Yeah. The original Kings of Comedy. I didn't know that MTV Films was involved in that. Save the Last Dance. One of Eric's favorite movies. <laughs> hey. 
But you this throwing Pootie Tang in there too. Eric, look, dude, it's literally the next movie right after. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you notice, no and I highlight, <laughs> and I highlight, Sada my Demi, Sada Tay, Pootie Tang, baby, <laughs> Orange County. Oh, that was, a, that was a great movie. Yeah, Jackass one through a thousand. Yeah, yeah. Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, I didn't know. No that. way. Yeah, I, you know what I didn't know? This this one shocked me even more. Murderball, the documentary. The documentary. Oh, I'm thinking the one Rollerball. <laughs> no. <laughs> if those those of you that don't know what Murderball is, it's a documentary about uh, paralyzed people that play a sport. And Eric confused it with a movie from the eighties. Thank you. No, the the 70s, James Kahn, man. Oh, James Kahn. It, it later starred Chris Klein. That's right. And Rebecca Romaine Stamos, bringing it back to Jerry O'Connell, who was Woo! in his apartment. Jerry O'Connell. Jerry I don't know what I was doing there, but it was just like a stream of consciousness thing going on. And then MTV is also responsible for the worst remake of all time, which is Footloose. It wasn't bad. It had Juliana Huff. I, I could watch her all day. I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was terrible. I mean, it's not. it doesn't have that great scene with Kevin Bacon at the warehouse. All right. Here, here we're going to go. How about the wood? Carlos, the, the, that dude, was, that, if you pull up pull up the list of movies that MTV did, there's a lot. yeah. So I just if not, I would have written a million of them. But that, the wood was ours. Like we, we would watch that movie a lot. That was a good movie. It was about three friends, weren't they? Like yeah, four, four friends. Four. Oh yeah, it was four friends. Yeah, you ain't slick. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that, good movie. That, the best thing, the the weed. I'm gonna I'm gonna write this album. And I'm gonna call it the weed album. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here here's a little bit uh, more fun facts. I think I'm gonna give it. I think you guys already know the answer because I think we talked about it I, either with Eric or Gilbert. I think it was with Eric uh, on the phone. The most played music video in MTV's 19 or in the in the 19-year history that they played actual videos. This is all you, Gilbert, because we did talk about this, so I don't want to cheat. Take a guess, uh, bro. It's not Martika. Uh, oh, no, you did tell me. I know what it is. I don't want to ruin it. Well, you I guess I'll ruin it. Anyway. Something. <laughs> yeah, Sledgehammer. 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 Sledgehammer, which was shocking. Which is it's one of those. I, you know what, though? Or the video. But, but well. Because Peter Gabriel has way better music. That, that's probably one of his worst songs, in my opinion. Oh, my opinion. God. Because, well, Gilbert, you know, Eric and I are huge Peter Gabriel fans. Yeah, my favorite is called Spank the Monkey, I think it's called, right? <laughs> Shock. Shock the Monkey. I, I know. But that's my favorite activity. <laughs> but, uh, we were too slow for you, Gilbert. Yeah, Gilbert. <laughs> yeah, that's what he does. He won't talk for like five minutes, and then he'll just drop a gem and then step back. About jerking off. About jerking off. All right. So it, it was, but... You're, I, I'm assuming this is what you were going to say, Gilbert, but you're right. Anytime you look at MTV, not about spanking the monkey, well, about spanking the monkey, but you're how many times did you turn on TV and you would uh, MTV and you'd watch Sledgehammer on all the time, all the time, yeah, all the time. I, 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 I that come out that's 85, 86, I think, right? Something yeah. like that. I, I think about, I think about there's there's a few rec or well, videos that I think about when like early MTV. Sledgehammer was one for sure. All the time. Uh, 
the Dire Straits, the Money for Nothing is another one. How about Land of Confusion by Genesis? Yes. Was, yeah, that was a big you know, one. Also, was that the was that the one where there were puppets? The puppets and yeah, that, Ronald that, Reagan I, pushing the button at the end. I was so yeah. scared of that video when I was a kid. Right, it was creepy, man. Right. I the thriller video wouldn't scare me, but that one would. That one and um, Jeopardy. I, uh, God, who was that band where the guy's in a church and then this monster starts eating them? Yes. And he breaks off a few yes. and starts stabbing him. Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. Uh, I lost on Jeopardy. Yeah. The... But, um, <laughs> dude, it was, I think the song was called Jeopardy. I was in Jeopardy. He's going to he's going to get married. Yeah. And like he's about to lose his life. I guess it was what the meaning of the video was. But that shit used to freak me out. Yeah. That and was some, like somebody's he, always watching me too. You he see. wasn't that off. Yeah. Um, but um, the, you know, bring it, did you can you acknowledge the fact that Eric brought it right back to Rockwell? <laughs> yes, don't just don't just talk over Eric after he just dropped some Rockwell. Yes, um, no, but and I, I mean, sorry because I, I didn't want to lose my the the thing. But I you spoke about it before. Home Sweet Home is another one that I remembered, and for some reason, Heart. Um, uh, what's the what's the one song the the slow song they had? Um, Oh God. Anyway, I'll think about it. But yeah, anyway, like I, I remember those like seminal kind of like songs from from MTV. For some reason, I always remember obviously Sledgehammer. Girls Girls Just Wanna Have Fun was always on too. Um because I would always get excited because Captain Lou would come out. That was pretty fun. Um what was uh another song that uh for some reason for me, I I feel like I always caught it was Electric Avenue. <laughs> hey, that's a great song. That's a fantastic song, Gilbert. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and then, well, that's what you get. First, Kurt, fucking Adam Curry, and now you laugh at Electric Avenue by Eddie Money. Uh, alone is a song from Heart that I was talking about. Why do I get you alone? Do you remember that one? All right. No. Proceed. I'm sure she sings it better. <laughs> I, I I remember Motley Crue too. It was a uh, same old situation. Yes. And it, 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 they, used to, they used to play a lot of Motley Crue. Kickstart, kickstart my heart too. And girls, was, girls, girls, girls. Yeah. And just the backup dancers, that, that singers that they had. Every, every. Oh, and Hopper Teacher, I, I remember watching a lot. Hopper Teacher, I remember watching and a lot. Carlos, I'm gonna have to throw this one for you, man. What? Billy Idol, the one. Um, oh, Rock the Cradle of Love. Rock the Cradle of Love. That one of my all-time that was favorite videos. Material. That was, was that, and, and of course George Michael Faith. There was a lot of spanking the monkey on that one. <laughs> but no, Rock the Cradle. You know, I still listen to that song. I oh, it's a great song. It's a great song. Did I say David Bowie or Billy Idol? You said Billy Idol. Okay, I, sorry. I just for some reason I thought. All right, so so now that we know what the most played video is, these were the five most popular music videos on MTV.com ever. Starting from five. You guys ready? Yeah. Here we go. Guns N' Roses, Welcome to the Jungle. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. The Buggles, Video Killed the Radio Star. Dire Straits, Money for Nothing. Number two is for you, Eric. I mean, for not for Eric. I'm sorry. This is for you, Gilbert. Number Heart. two, Rick Astley, Never Gonna Give You Up. Hell yeah. <laughs> Ironically or... That, that's not this is legit. This is legit. This is MTV.com. Wow. The five most popular music videos on MTV.com. And number one. Womanizer by Britney Spears. Which one's that one? That's wow. when she kind of came back. 
Like she was, was a good. Terrible song. Well, what what what? How, what, what good song does she have? Like, no, she has a lot of good songs. The website or or. This is on MTV.com. These are like videos watched on MTV.com. Okay. And then, so this is, I pulled up this list because I was kind of offended. They did 55 of the best videos ever made. I only wrote down 20 because I wasn't about to write down 55. But this is from thebiglead.com backslash tone love. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to start from 20 and work my way up. Number 20, walk this way. Again, these are best videos ever made. California Love by Tupac. Praise You, Fatboy Slim. Crying by Aerosmith. That's the song. That's the video. Sabotage Beastie Boys. Hey Ya. Hey Ya, Outcast. Starting at 20. Like, yeah. These, these videos he's throwing out so early. On I'm offended by this one. Then remember, this is out of 55. I only took 20. I was offended by this one because I would argue this is easily in the top three of all-time best videos. Take on me. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Buddy Holly Weezer. Oh, that's a good one. Dude. Well, because that was the, kind of the first time that you would see, like, they put, like, because uh, you would actually see the cast from from Happy Days. Right. Well, um, in Bloom. Nirvana, remember that they... Oh, that's right. They did the Beatles. uh, Yeah. Sullivan. That Sullivan show, yeah. Uh, One from Metallica. Jeremy, Pearl Jam. Basket Case, Green Day. This Too Shall Pass by OK Go. PSY with with Gangnam Style. What the fuck? What number was that? Ten. Eight. Eight. Jesus Christ. Everybody Hurts, R.E.M. Weapon of Choice, Fat Boy Slim. I agree with number five, by the way. Freedom, 90, George Michael. Great. Great video. Eric, I mean, Gilbert, this will make you feel better. Smells Like Teen Spirit, number four. That's a horrible video. Nah, it but is- you know what? It was it was iconic. Okay, no. <laughs> it was iconic because on, it brought... That's no, but video. Listen- Everything's no, out of focus and blurry. Gilbert, Gilbert. The topic Smoke. is the topic is best videos ever made. Right, but I, can I explain why? I, oh, can, I, can I can I can I can I have my pitch on why it's a, the great the great? Okay, so it hold on, hold on. How about I'll do this? Notice okay. I shifted my position because Bre- I'm about to hear a bunch of bullshit. Bef- before I read the rest, of, before I read <laughs> the rest of before I read the rest of the list, I'll give you your opportunity. For, I'll, I'll give you your chance for rebuttal, Mister Diaz. Yes, we'll keep it sounding political, but I'm going to go through the list, and I think the right thing to do is I'll go with Eric, and then you, and you tell me what the top five should actually be, or your personal top five. All right, go ahead. Okay. Peter Gabriel, Sledgehammer. November Rain, Guns N' Roses. And then, of course, Thriller, which, I I mean, it's hard to argue that that, at the time, that was a... I'll give Thriller. Okay, so All right. okay, well, Gilbert, I obviously you didn't pay attention. I said no. I was going to go with Eric, and then I'm going gi- to. I have to give my top five. Yeah, like what, like off Damn, the top I of your head. You off the okay, top of your head. Um, All right, I'm gonna. I, I I'd have to go. Um, for me, what was huge? It was, it's the end of the world, Nirvana. That it's just shot in that house. You know, just, you mean REM? REM. 
Yeah. Oh, my God. You said Nirvana. <laughs> All right. Started off great there, guys. Um, then there's a video. It was it was a Japanese animation video that uh, who's this guy that sings "Life Is a Highway"? It was it the Matthew Sweet video? Matthew Sweet, yes. Yeah. That was that a good video. Used, it used like this this old classic uh, Japanese animation. I thought that was cool. Um, this is this is hard, man. Gilbert just wants to look at his face. He's just waiting to spit off on Nirvana. <laughs> You want me to come back to your? Yeah, come okay. back to me, man. All right, uh... all right, Gilbert. All right, so here's here's the, uh, <laughs> the ironic, the ironic shot thing. Shot out I, of I a cannon. I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think I don't think um, smells like Teen Spirit should be on a top five. But here's my reason why I would put it in the top five, is because it brought a certain aesthetic to a whole new generation of like, you know what I'm saying? Like whether it was sterile or not, but it was like, you had the, 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 the cheerleaders with the anarchy sign. And it was like, it felt like a different kind of thing. It, um, felt, it felt grungy. Not grungy, but it felt like something that not, not your norm basically. You know what I mean? So that's my only thing why I would say that, that it, it was a, a great video and it had some impact. But now my number one or my top five, I don't know if I can get five right off to the top, but Thriller would definitely be there. Um, Sabotage is up there, and I know which is the one um, with. Um, is it? Uh, uh, it's a, it's also Spike Jones. The um, when this guy's dancing, what's is that? Um, that's that's uh, Fat, Fat Boy Slim. It's Fat Boy Slim. Yeah, Weapon, Weapon of, of Choice. Choice. That one. Yeah, that's a that's a great video. Um, I don't know those three for sure. I think those three for sure. But um, I don't know. I got I got to think about two other ones. So what did I have? I had I just had REM. REM. No, you had like a prayer. Like a prayer. Madonna. Um, that's a good one. That's a really yeah, good one. I, I really uh, Wicked Games. Chris Isaac. Because of the, because of Christy Turner. No, who's in it? No, Helena Christian. Helena Christian. That black and white video and, and what a wicked thing to say. Um, Foo Fighters. The one where they break into the house. Is that Everlong? Yeah, yes. Everlong is great. They do a mix. Yeah. Um, and then Interpol, and you know how much I hate puppets. Um, oh God, what's the name of that song? It's it's a uh, is it Rosemary? And it's just it's all puppets in the video, and I'm afraid of puppets, but for some reason I love that video. So, and that's not in order of top. It's just top five. No, yeah, like, it's just top no five. Number one there. All right. So but I'd have to put sabotage in there because that was just amazing. That's okay. We could have we could share the same one because I'm gonna say sabotage too. I would say sabotage, take on me. Um for some reason I, this video always makes me happy was Bjork big time sensuality. <laughs> You're the man. How do we even leave Bjork out of, with the videos that she's created? Like the one that she turns into a bear on and off. That yeah, one's pretty cool. Human behavior. Yeah. No, no. The it's it's not on that album. It's okay. that it's digital and she shakes her head and she comes in and out of being like a bear. Uh, but that wasn't one of my top. Um, what I say? Uh huh. Uh, big time sensuality. Um, Oh, Firestarter, Prodigy. Uh, I, uh, Freedom, Rage Against the Machine. 
and uh, what would be another one? Uh, actually, the which was one of my a song that I picked on one of our previous episodes. The uh, My Chemical Romance doing the the cover to uh, the Desolation Row, just because I, I like that video. If that's not the one that if that's Black Parade, the one I'm thinking that they're like on the street and he's riding on top of a car. I, I don't that know that. Epic. I don't know. The one that I like too is Helena. That's a cool video. Oh, that one's great. That's, that's a cool a video. video. You know which one of the OK Go? Um, I'm surprised wasn't there was the, the Here the, We Go Again. The treadmill? The treadmills. Yeah. That one's a fucking badass video. You know, it's funny because I thought the same thing when I read that list. Because yeah. I, I, although this video, it's cool because it's like, you know, like they drop a marble and they like they do all these little traps. But I, the choreography on Here We Go. It was actually pretty fucking impressive. Yeah, yeah. you know which one's cool. Not, not. I, I thought about it too. Um, which was the. Um, it's hard to do a top five, so I would scratch yeah. all of that because it just depends the mood I'm in. I guess yeah. the the, the, the was talking the, about. I'm sorry, Interpol. It was Interpol, and it was evil. The name of the song. I don't know if you guys. It's just a cool video. I don't remember. I don't think I've ever seen it. The um, the corn video. The I think it was Freak on the Leash, where it's like the the animation and it's like they show the bullet going through like the glass, like oh, almost was... like the Matrix style. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. That was a cool video too. How about the the slow one that it's a guy running on fire through the street? Oh and my gosh! I forgot. California. It yeah, that was, and that was a great video. Yeah, that, that was, was that was Spike, that was Spike, Jones. Spike Jones. Yeah, that Spike was Spike Jones. Jones. Shit, yeah. man. Yeah, that was Dude, a cool Spike one. Spike Jones, man. Like, I mean, he could he. Could, did it? He he did he oh, did the yeah, fat yeah, boy. Yes. Five. How did I leave that one out? Which Light one? Control. Oh, that, that is a good video. One of my favorite videos of all time. That is a good video. Yeah, that, that's a hard list to do. Yeah. That's a hard man, list to do because once you start talking about music videos and you start remembering them, you're like, oh, that shit's cool. That shit's cool. Like uh, even, um, you know, what video I thought was awesome too was, uh, and this was actually for Gilbert, uh, when they did uh, mon- the money video for the Backbeat Band. Oh right! Yeah, when they did the the that when the, you keep on seeing like the original Beatles and them like and it goes back and forth. Yeah, Dave Grohl played the drums on, and I forgot who the rest. I can't remember how the rest of the yeah, band, but the, it was the the singer from Afghan Wigs. Right. Oh, yep. I do that. That's right. What is this? I don't. I don't so you remember the, the 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 movie that they did about the Beatles? Yeah. The, it was Backbeat. Backbeat. Stuart Clough. Sutcliffe, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly that one. Yes, yes, yeah. So, so they did they did a soundtrack where they remade the songs, the Beatles songs, but they did like a super group. Uh, the Backbeat Band. Yeah. Which had Dave Grohl and had the guy from the Afghan Wings. You the gotta look it up. The guy from Sonic Youth. <laughs> what would they they would always make fun Right? Was it the guy from Sonic Youth? No, the guy the guy from Soul Asylum. Thurston Moore. Oh, um, I don't know. No, but the singer that they would always make on MTV for some reason, like when he would introduce him, he would call him like Fred, fat Greg Dooley. The lead don't, singer don't talk shit. Don't talk I, shit you about Greg Dooley. You don't. Just don't do that. Lee, don't talk shit about Greg Dooley. Yeah, you're right. Thurston, you know, Thurston Moore was on there. There's a like. It's just it's songs that I haven't listened to in a long time too. Doing this show. Yeah, dude. Like that. I gotta. Re, I I really need to revisit. I I haven't heard Afghan Wicks forever, man. And I used to love that band. Yeah. So, like even so, but it's funny because. You go through this, you think about the show, and then you think about a video. Like, even when I was watching, when I was looking through uh, the list, like, I-, I remember a video that, oh, Matt Pinfield, when he goes, he goes, oh, today's, uh, we're introducing this band. And you're like, oh, my God, I forgot about that video. I forgot about that band. Or, you know, like, 
this this episode could have easily been five hours long. We could have had a, a Rogan length podcast. Of, yeah, we haven't uh, even talked about Sing Without yet. No, we haven't even. Well, we did mention Chris oh, Hardwick and Sweet Sixteen. God, I love watching sixteen-year-old no, no. girls get everything they want. <laughs> no, you know I, I wanted, I wanted to keep it in in old Holy MTV. <laughs> but there's what? nothing more satisfying than seeing a spoiled kid just get a brand new Ferrari. But look, the, the point of this, to my heart. But the point of this episode was to show that they used to play really good music and have really good shows on MTV. That it was more than just ridiculousness and sixteen and pregnant. Do you the, think that's why you know the world is so messed up today, Carlos? If it, up on these music look, you know what inspired this Some episode? Might <laughs> Some might argue. You know what inspired this episode? The fact that when I got AT&T cable and I realized that they had an MTV, uh, what was it? MTV Classics? Classics. That it actually played music videos. I'm like, And it's all music or do they do the shows as well? No, it's all music. But they do. But it's cool because they do it in blocks. Like they'll do like, you know, like uh, rock and hip hop. And so, but also... You know, not to forget the other fallen heroes of empty of, of music videos. R.I.P. The Box, also a great channel. What about the Canadian one, uh, Fuel? Remember that? Fuel, R.I.P. Fuel. And then, is there still VH1? Yeah, but it's it's it shows it's all shows as well. Is it, did BET go the same route too? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. We need music back. You know, you know what's funny? Well, that there's it lies on the shoulders of the beat bodega. We're gonna bring music back. (laughs) Just to correct myself, it wasn't fuel; it was fuse. Fuse. Fuse, That's right. Used to have this. I don't know. Whatever. I used to Um, watch a lot. Yeah, they they showed great videos. There's a funny bit um, on one of Dave Chappelle's um, stand-up comedies, and and it's it's talking about that you know when uh, when 9/11 happened, that (laughs) that they they they're like. Uh, they were on TRL and they're like, you know, everybody's, you know, obviously somber and they're like, they called Ja Rule and <laughs> to find out his thoughts on it. And Dave <laughs> Chappelle has a bet big, he's like, he's like, this, the, you know, the whole world's falling apart. I need to know what Ja Rule thinks about this. <laughs> oh my God. Man. But no, dude, it, it was, it, it's, it's interesting, especially going through this, and and I don't even think we went through enough. There's so much more. I I still have 40 more pages of my thesis to go through, my MTV uh, research paper, but it, it's you don't realize how because it wasn't just part of like youth culture. It was part of culture. I mean, think about you know MTV was everywhere, and and and, and all the people that it launched and like. Here, I'll, I'll throw these little tidbits. So these are some MTV controversial moments. Kanye West interrupts Taylor Swift. <laughs> they, and they didn't say anything about Nathaniel Hornblower? He did it first. H- hold on, Eric. It's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> I am not good for this show, Carlos. <laughs> uh, you're one big spoiler alert is what you are. <laughs> Madonna, Britney Spears, and Christina Aguilera kiss on stage. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Lady Gaga wears a meat dress. Michael Jackson gives an acceptance speech for Artists of the Millennium, which doesn't exist. They had introduced him. They brought him up. It was like the Artist of the Year or the Video Vanguard one, whatever it is that they do. And he's he took it as 
the the award for the the artist of the millennium, and everybody didn't want to correct him, but he he gave himself that honor. How about when he brought in um, Elvis Presley's daughter and made up? Oh, that's oh, God damn it! One second, Eric. There you go. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Diana Ross pulls a fast one and slaps little Kim's tit on stage. Oh, that's <laughs> the, good. The, Madonna performs like a virgin in a white dress. To think that that was controversial. And uh, in 19 it was more it was more her rolling on the floor. Right, no, but the no, but you remember what a big deal that was? Like people were freaking out back then in 1984, but now eh, eh, now there's WAP. <laughs> but uh, Kurt Cobain performs Rape Me against MTV's Wishes. Yep. Michael Stipe gets bum-rushed by MCA's alter Uncle. ego, Nathaniel <laughs> Hornblower, on stage. Rage Against, <laughs> Rage against the Machines, Tim Comerford climbs the stage wall. And then, of course, Michael Jackson kisses his then-wife, um, uh, Lisa Marie, Lisa Marie Presley. You you remember too? Um, well, are you still going through this list? No, no, go ahead. Oh, when um when they brought in, you mentioned Fire uh, Prodigy, that smacked my bitch up. That they yeah. made a big deal about releasing that video. That it was kind of the first time that they showed, um, they due to its material that it was after twelve o'clock. Yeah, I do remember it that. Aired uncensored, like yeah. with nudity, with everything, you know. And but and, they did that with a few videos. I, I just I remember I remember that, that one specifically. Being, uh, yeah, yeah. Like uh, there was a two there was a two video that they would only show after after. Uh, well, midnight. two videos were just fucking scary, man. They were disturbing. They did they did that with um, little puppets like the little clay. Oh god. They did that with uh, ninety nine problems where the original one. Right. And then then and then they 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 after like going forward after that they they showed a censored one. What, was it a strong video or just the lyrics? No, it shows. Um, no, it shows Jay Z getting shot, and it's pretty gra- not graphic, but it's you know. It's, yeah, yeah. He's, it's because it, what movie was it that they're imitating? Uh, I don't. Oh, I don't I've know. Never seen uh, that video. I'm gonna have to yeah, you've that. seen it. it. It's it plays like right at like it's towards the end, right when he, they finish the end. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember that. But um, but yeah, I, I out of all of those. I just thought that the real embarrassing one was Michael Jackson claiming a, an award that didn't exist. <laughs> Yo, that's that, in his mind it did, man. Yeah. All that matters. Well, I mean, how, how about how about when Courtney Love uh, tried to approach Madonna? This is when Madonna was now like she's the she's yeah she was a little bit more proper yeah and and Courtney Love is just drunk as fuck and it's like hey but you don't remember the ish- on the stage how and, about- and she's like looking down at her and and just and little like, little Kim did that to Jay Z too remember. That she no, that was no, no that was, was little mama, was the, the little little mama, little mama. With, uh, the, whatever. Keys. Somebody, somebody came. Yeah, I was. But I the, felt so bad for her because, like, Jay Z's like, like trying to yeah, nudge her off. Yeah, why, why are you here? Yeah. But the funny part, way, Luther, Harry <laughs> Ellis, nice. nice, nice. The um, the Courtney one is that you see, like, they're talk, they're interviewing Madonna, and then you see like a, a compact, like flying through yes. and they're like yes i remember and then they're like oh okay and then they and and you can almost see like they're inviting they're inviting um courtney up and madonna's like please don't invite her up here like <laughs> <laughs> or, no, or like uh one of the like because i had i had much more on the on the list of uh like historical moments in mtv but i mean i remember almost to a t when kurt loader came out and announced that kurt cobain was dead dude i 
I can't, I think, I mean, it felt like it was bigger even when Michael Jackson passed away, as big as it was globally. I mean, I don't remember, imagine if MTV was still really MTV, how the coverage would have been, like, you know, but because I remember it was all day long, the coverage when Kurt Cobain died. And it was like, you barely saw music. They'd always, they show the vigil outside his house in Seattle. And, right, and, and when they all joined uh, the, the gathering in the park, that that's Corny right. Came in, Corny, Corny came in and like hung out with some of the thing. And they, they had the, they, where she read the, the suicide note on. Yeah, that's right. That's right. She did do that. Yeah. But, How about Kurt calling uh, Axel Rose on stage too? Who? So you don't remember that? After uh, yeah, at the end of at, at the end of them out, like let's Axel, where are you? I guess they had beef. Actually. Don't mess with Axel Rose; he'll kill you. It was actually it was actually um uh, Dave that came up off the drum set and and and. Oh, uh, oh it was him. It wasn't yeah, him. yeah. Okay. It was because they they had an issue like at the at that um at the MTV the, like in the backstage or whatever they had a they had they had an issue, and you remember Chris throwing up the bass and hitting himself in the head <laughs> and knocking himself out. Yeah. <laughs> And that, that was actually on my historical moments thing. Yeah, that was yeah, because it was pretty bad. Like oh, it, it, he, it, he, he fucked himself up. Base yeah. <laughs> weighs like fifteen pounds. Yeah, the, that was, and I mean, but yeah, man. I mean, it was. It, it's it's fun to go back and and because so much of our youth was MTV. You know, you really didn't have to go out. You could stay glued to MTV all day. Yeah, you know, I like. I remember. The kind of one of my own little personal MTV memories was the first time I had ever heard Stone Temple Pilots was Eric was over my house and we were in the in the room where we do our Super Bowl parties and uh, sex type <laughs> thing came out and you're like, oh, this is the video of the song that I wanted you to hear. And I'll never forget that. That's the first time I heard Stone Temple Pilots. I'll never forget that when. um uh, I mean, I think we all pretty much called each other the day uh, that um, that Green Day's uh, video came out. Um, Longview? Longview. And I think we were all trying to take credit who heard it first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it was a big part of our youth. Yeah, for I sure. Mean, and, I mean, it, it was – and you don't realize how many – moments you live through it until you start researching and looking at all these things that happened. Um, you know, it's every time I've seen Kurt Loder on a podcast, all I, th I mean, he has short hair now, but all I see is long, not Kurt Loder. I'm sorry. Adam Curry, Adam Curry. I see him. All I see is long hair. And then when I found out that he's one of the people responsible for podcasts, like he was one of the original guys, you're like, holy shit. You know? I looked him up when you mentioned him, and, and he kind of looks like David Lee Roth. Now. He does, like short hair David Lee Roth, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, isn't that crazy to find out that he's like one of the, I mean, and you know, and then Kennedy turned on Gilbert. <laughs> You're really bitter about that, man. Not bitter, it's just, you know. Well, I, I'm going to send you the video of what she pulled the, the other day. I think it'll make you feel better. Cool. About her, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, this this was a fun episode to do to go down memory lane and and I mean shit, imagine how many things we just forgot in general or or didn't have. I mean, we could have done a whole thing on just like all the you know all the historic. I mean, let me 
let me take that back. Historic is kind of a big word to drop, but like all the all the great live moments on MTV, like musically, you know, all the people that performed on Spring Break, you know, all the you know like the concerts that the, you know like Live Aid or when uh, what was Nirvana? Nirvana when the Nirvana did the concert on live did, on MTV, they did a, two of them. Well, and they I did the one for in utero, and then they did uh, one during Nevermind. During Nevermind, they blew up. Yeah. Right. They were also, and I don't know if they're responsible, but I remember them being kind of the first, kind of having regular watch with the world events. Like yeah, world premiere videos, like everybody at the world gets to see it at the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, those... it's, it's huge, man, to do that and to pull it off. It's it's difficult, you know, from a production standpoint. So that was, I remember them kind of being the first. You know, having worked like in with Discovery and stuff, like MTV was one of the first people that that, that I remember doing that did like world premieres. Yeah, that and that and now think about it. How many times wouldn't you try to get home to watch a world premiere video? Oh yeah, you know. So well, what, what was um, school sometimes? What, uh, my priorities are. <laughs> what the what was the um name of the show that that um like they did the behind the the making the uh, making the videos uh like the um when they, you know they would show how the, how the videos were made i don't remember uh, that you don't remember that they you know like like they would show how like the the shooting of the videos god why can't i remember how what it's called but anyway but at the end they would they would world premiere the video every every week you know and they would have one every 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 week oh, that's um cool. i don't i don't remember i got i got to look it up but i remember the the big pimpin video for for that the big pimpin video just the mtv news you know the, the yeah. Little... yeah that was that was that was my news source <laughs> yeah this is kurt loader with mtv news yeah there was uh and then it was funny because we said suchin pak but she was always like the correspondent like they never allowed her in the studio yeah guess guess what the name of the of the, of the show was called making the video making the video <laughs> <laughs> It ran for it ran for twelve seasons. So I mean, dude, I I don't remember that. You know what? I think you're right. Or even, dude, like even stupid shit, like making the band. Yeah. Uh, to which produced one of Chappelle's one of my oh my god favorite Chappelle bits, Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> is is that the what what I can't hear you? Turn it up. That no, but that no, but that's a great bit too, though. Oh. <laughs> but no, no, that was specifically geared towards MTV. But dude, it's 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 a shame now. Like trying to explain to people that are even in their thirties, no, no, this used to be a cool channel. There was a lot of cool shit on it. Even the when they do when and they actually did have great shows. Like True Life was a great show. Mm-hmm. Like when they used to do those things, um, you know, and then. You know, singled out was fun to watch, but the fact that there's no more talent on the channel and it's just, you know, like like you said, Gilbert, sixteen hours of of uh, of ridiculousness. Well, there, there's a there's a there's a there's a block um, that it's they literally show like I think it's like forty hours straight of ridiculousness, like That's forty a- hours straight, like from starting like from Sunday all the way through like Monday or two. It's crazy, man. R- Rob Deerdick is the busiest man in the world. How, how many of those episodes could you drop? Because it doesn't seem like they repeat a lot of them either. Yeah, I mean, there's you know the internet. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch a show um, undressed on MTV? That yeah, like a soap opera. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, the show. I didn't watch it, but I remember. So actually, Lucille was on it. 
Yeah, yeah I, I, that, I think that that Nick Zano or whatever his name is, he was on it. I think. Okay, and so was uh this lady from um, Drive, uh, Christina Hendricks. Oh yeah, Mad Men. Yeah. yeah, that was a uh, classic show. I used to love that show. No, the, dude, MTV, MTV was really cool. R.I.P. MTV. What was Buzz? <laughs> was Buzzkill? Buzzkill. Buzz a... Yeah, it was one of those. Wait. Yeah, it was like a, a prank show. It was yeah. like one of those prank shows. Okay. Yeah. How about uh, Next? Remember Next? No. Yeah. That it was like a dating show. Yeah, but that was later MTV. Like that. Yeah, was, it was like yeah, yeah. like two thousand MTV. Yeah, but uh, they, you know, it, it's. I'm gonna miss it. I'm gonna miss MTV, man. <laughs> what do you mean you're gonna miss it? Yes. Have you missed it these last? What was the last time you could honestly remember? When I got AT and T. No, no, before that. I... No, I. You know how many, even when I'd flip through, I'd always stop to see if by some miracle they're showing not ridiculousness, and they are. But it's sixteen and pregnant. And, and and my sweet sixteen, right? That's the other one. That's the one I liked. I don't think they show but that anymore. You were you were a big fan of the ridiculousness show. It wasn't called that before, was it? It was always called ridiculousness. Oh, okay. No, but he had Robin Big, right? He had Robin Big. Oh, that no, I, I, was great, man. I yeah, I know that, that. Those shows were good. And and Fantasy, Fantasy, Fantasy Factory was good too. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I mean, they should just change it to RTV because it's his channel. Jeez, he probably man. has stakes, man. Like, doesn't he own DC? Now he probably owns. NFL. No, you know he no. He's... He, he never owned DC. Oh, yeah, dude. and he's 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 actually not sponsored by them anymore. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, and he had that 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 big project, the uh, safe spot skate spot, that where they build parks all over the country. Yeah, yeah. Then, uh, but and most of his money has to come from MTV. Yeah, of course. I, I, yeah, well, no, he has that skate league. Um, I don't even think that's still going. No, yeah, it is. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. His skate league is huge. Uh, the street league. The street league. Yeah, that's cool because it, it 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 puts on pretty cool skaters. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh... Yeah, like I've caught I've caught like some street league events on like uh, random sports channels, like you know, like those kind of off the cuff sports channels. Yeah. But yeah, that was our uh, trip down uh, MTV. Did you? How'd you guys enjoy the ride? I did. I really loved it. it. Yeah, too bad. Too bad. There's no more MTV. Rob Deer, Rob Deerdick Television. It's nice. There's a, there's stuff I want to go back to and maybe not view, but definitely listen to. Yeah, dude. That's this. Like I said, so just to remind any everybody, there won't be a playlist with this. Um, do your own research. Go on YouTube and try to find some of these old what? shows. Yeah, <laughs> some of these old shows. If you haven't, like, actually, guys, please look up Carrie War. You'll thank us. Um, it, Karen, it, Duffy? Karen Duffy. She, I, she's almost sixty, I think. That's wild, bro. Yeah, it's, it's that black hair, man. Yeah, black hair, short hair. And then, yeah, Martha Quinn hasn't. Martha Quinn hasn't changed. She has a big show on satellite radio, right? Like she, she's actually doing very well. Uh, hold on, let me look it up. I think, I think a lot of those older, um, like original VJs have have stuff on on xm yeah i think you're right martha quinn is 61 years old and looks exactly the same <laughs> she sold her soul to the devil amen she's from she was born in may nice may people are the best 
and, and you know, we kind of record our, our episodes ahead of time. Uh, today being, well, we're recording March 8th for an episode that's coming up ahead. But today is uh, also the anniversary of the passing of the legendary Heavy D. The overweight lover. Born May, tw- born May 24th. Yeah. That's great. We got to see him live. Yeah. Gil- Gilbert missed that one too. Yeah, I was there. I was in. I think I was in Orlando or Gainesville. Yeah. But uh, who else passed away today? And then I guess you know, like I, I'm a huge fan of Jeopardy. Yeah. I know, man. Alex, Alex Trebek. Trebek. The goat. It's gonna end it with that. Just a little facts of him because I yeah. grew up on that show. I, I really love that show. Did you see the the video that I posted on on our Instagram page, Gilbert? Go check it out. It's a little shout out to, to Trebek. Alex. Yeah. Now, so, you know what's that? I'm not going to go there because it's, it's, have you noticed the past it's two? Dark. No, it's the past two people that the, the, so last week we had Sean Connery pass away and then Alex Trebek. So we will never see that bit on Jeopardy. I mean, on Saturday Night Live again. Yeah. So, all right, that was that connection. Yeah, that was sad. But yeah, dude, I mean, it's I mean, a lot. Like, do you want me to share my facts? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Kick some knowledge, yo. Yeah, no, he was born George Alexander Trebek in Sudbury, Ontario, in 1940, July 22nd, 1940. Canadian guys. Canadian. Did you know that he was Canadian. I did. I did. Know. So he 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 always knew he wanted to be on TV. Um, he attempted to be a news anchor, and but eventually, you know, he became the iconic host of, of Jeopardy. There was a point in the, in his life where he considered becoming a priest, but wow. <laughs> later realized that he couldn't take that vow of silence, which he shouldn't. He has a great voice, and um, you can't you can't you can't be a priest with that mustache. That mustache oh, yeah. scream porn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I don't know if you ever noticed that he, he what he uses to write on his cue cards, it's a crayon. And the reason for this, it's it's a Crayola crayon, twistable crayon. And the reason he uses that is because it doesn't get picked up. It's it doesn't um make noise and it's not picked up by, by the by the mics. By the mic? So yeah, so like it's it's just funny, you know, I've seen him with the or like, it's the clever so serious. It's clever, but, yeah. You know, he he became host. He he actually started hosting Jeopardy in 1984. He's won Emmy awards and received um, honors from his university. He holds the Guinness World Record for most episodes hosted. In 2014, he broke the record held by who? Gilbert. Bob Barker. Yes, damn Carlos, you're good. I thought it would be Gilbert, especially since he used spade and neutered his cat. Um, Help control the pet population. He hosted his 6,829th show. So that was back in in 2014. I wonder how many more he has there. And and most of all, like he was a philanthropist. He used his fame, um, power, and influence for good. Um, Charity was a big part of his life. Never any controversy. No. You know, he he was a significant figure um, with the National Geographic Education for Kids and Racing for Kids. And he was also very heavily involved with um, with the United Service Organization, Smile, Train, and Vision. Um, in 2011, he won the Officer of the Order in, of Canada. And it's, I guess, I don't know what the equivalent is here in the States. but um, Like getting knighted? 
Yeah, I guess so. You know, it was for, for his achievements in television, but for spreading learning and being a champion of geographical um, literacy. They give you life's half supply of maple syrup. And maple syrup. He he was a, you know, he's he's a he was a big part of my life. Like I grew up on that show. And, Everybody. Uh, yeah, and, man, you know, he's iconic. It, it's you know, why I have wait, wait, like it, that love for useless information. You know, it's, it, it's because of that show. You know, part of my Gainesville experience was me and AJ. We would watch Jeopardy and play against each other, like try to see who would guess before. Right. But it was, yeah, it's you know I. I saw two really sad videos before we started the podcast because I was putting a video of like a little tribute to Alex Trebek on our Instagram page. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Yeah, the the one video where the guy instead of writing the answer, he writes, "We love you, Alex." Yeah, I saw that one live, man. I I almost cried, man. And then uh, uh, the the Indian guy that learned how to speak English with his dad on uh, yeah, like how about Alex Trebek when he when he insulted the girl. That was the best. Like, that we're we're into like nerdcore hip hop. <laughs> yes. He's like, "What do you guys rap about?" He's like, nah, "She, she's, she's." Oh, we rap about our favorite video games. Bro, he just flat out bluntly goes, <laughs> "Oh, so rap for losers." <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. <laughs> there, 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 there's a, there's another one, a, a new, another funny one that it's like, um, the, 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 uh, the, um, what's the thing? The column is, um. The category is like football, and they go they go through all all five of them or six of them, and they then nobody answers one thing. Uh, and then he so makes he, fun of them each time, like when he, yes. goes, when he, yeah. <laughs> he goes, "If if you get this, my head will explode." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, good. Man. How about the other great move when he came out not wearing pants? So apparently, like the contestants were nervous, mm. and he agreed that they all would come out in pants. But when when they went to production. The, the contestants, they backed out and he, he, he committed and That's he called awesome. them out. You know, he's like, he's there without pants. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah um, that's a good one, man. That, yeah, I mean, he, was, he was pretty awesome. Yeah. And it's funny. Like, all in my head, all I hear is, uh, is the Sean Connery impersonation. Hey, Trebek. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know what? Um, uh, I'll, um, I'll take the rapist for uh, the... <laughs> 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 um i uh, uh my mom told me that i didn't know this that that um that it's ken jennings that's going to replace alex really yeah, yeah and i was like correct. damn you know what i was like i was like you know obviously it's going to be hard to replace him but damn that makes kind of like that probably makes the most sense i would think you know yeah they, but they they talked about that the when he had to take that that first right. break right and then uh but like what what other way is there to do it yeah, yeah, like, no. This this makes perfect sense, and and Ken Jennings is a pretty funny dude too. So I yeah. think I think he'll do a good job. I think yeah, but yeah, you get the the greatest Jeopardy contestant of all time. Yeah, did you I, did you watch the when they did the tournament? Like I did, and, I yes, did. So that I was so happy that I had Hulu to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we lost we lost two legends, um, Sean Connery and Alex Trebek, and. And oddly enough, linked together for the rest of their life because of Saturday Night Live. Yep. That's fucking nuts. But uh, all right, guys, this was a fun one. Uh, Gilbert, you have anything to say? I'm DJ G Funk. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man. So Peace and love, people. Your family. <laughs> all right, Eric, take us out, brother. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Jesus, Gilbert.